welcome to the Living Water Community. I'm your host, Maverick, here with the lead pastor of Living Water Community Church, Argel Dixon. Argel, thanks for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so first, uh, you're the head pastor of Living Water Community Church, and uh, one of the unique things about the church out there, you guys have uh, this family integration as part of the church service you guys have going on there. Um, why specifically did you guys choose to have a family integrated church? Well, the idea of family integrated church is really not a new idea. Um, the idea of splitting the family apart and and uh, separating everyone out is really the new idea. <clears throat> and it started with Sunday schools probably in the 1700s, sometime in that area, which were started for kids that were working uh, during the week uh, when there was no child labor laws. So kids would work in the fields, would work in mines, would work in different jobs to help earn money for the home. And the churches started Sunday schools to help educate these kids who weren't able to go to school. And that, mm -hmm. that was the beginning of that. And it wasn't initially for people going to the church, but then parents started sending their kids to the Sunday school as well, who were going to the church. And that eventually became what we have today with the split apart of Sunday schools and teenagers going to their groups and that kind of thing. So we're actually kind of going back to how the church has been for the previous 1300 years. Wow. Interesting. Now, was it always the, the Sunday school services where they always structured like they are today where it's kind of like a, a mini sermon of its own type or were they like actual schooling back, back then? They were, they were more actual schooling when they got started. Um, of course the schooling was very biblically centered. So they would use a lot of Bible material whenever they could because it was at a church. And the idea was not only to educate the kids, but hopefully to be able to give them the gospel and help them to come to know Jesus. So it was an outreach as well. And to that extent, that was what they really were trying to get done was a two-pronged thing, education and salvation at the same time. Gotcha. Cool. Now, um, kind of fast forwarding back from then to today, um, well, what does the service look like with a family integrated church, especially compared to like maybe a, a more contemporary service that you would see? Today? Right. So the idea behind a uh, family integrated church is, is really this idea that if kids don't ever see adults worshiping and they don't know what adult worship is like, and they don't experience adult worship, then when they get to be, um, teenagers and then head off to young adults, they're leaving an environment that's typically focused on entertainment as well as education. But there's a heavy emphasis on entertainment in a lot of these, um, like Sunday schools that are geared at young people and teenagers. And when they get to enter into that adult worship environment, for a lot of them, it doesn't hold the same pizzazz or the same draw that the entertainment-oriented sessions they had been a part of did. So they, at that point, 
it's not surprising that a lot of them say, I'm not real interested in this, or this doesn't really hold anything for me. Because <clears throat> what they've been taught their entire life is that going to church is all about them. It's all about satisfying a felt need for entertainment and um, having a good time. And when really what church is all about is church is about. Sure. When you're when you're talking about that, let's like dig into that a little bit more. Some of the uh, the things you'll see people saying today is um, this idea that the church is called to be relevant to the culture, right? Um, and this idea that the church should try to see what what is the culture clinging to or talking about right now. How can we integrate that into what we're talking about to show the world? Um, maybe God's relevance in all areas of aspects of our lives. How does that um, kind of mindset play into um, what you see in the services today, or maybe how you try to uh, agree with that, cater against that, disagree with that? Like, what are your thoughts on that? So, well, the the problem is um, that the the idea of catering to the culture. Um, doesn't really that the culture doesn't isn't necessarily Christian in any way um, so it's something that really has to be taken into account like what is the culture doing what is the culture about and and Christianity is always going to be relevant because Christianity is dealing with transformation of hearts and lives and introducing people to the God of the universe. It's not about, it is always relevant to a culture that is struggling with sin to meet the God of the universe and be transformed by him. So there's no way to really make God more relevant because he is relevant to the very problem that we all face, which is sin. So if we can't, if we don't have confidence in the fact that God is relevant to everyone everywhere at all times and in all places, then that's, that's where we're going to run into problems with trying to make God relevant. It's a, it's a misconception really at the heart about God and what he does for us and, and through us. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, You've been running this church for, for how long? Like 10 years, something more than that, less than that? Uh, it's, what are we we're looking, looking at? at 14 years, I think. Wow. So what kind of fruit have you seen um, in, this, in this time? Especially if you can like look at it and say, wow, like, especially family integration, um, being part of the community, how does that um, play into what you have seen in the fruit of your church? Well, what we've seen is we've seen one of the things that we do in addition to family integration is we do what we, what we term discipleship preaching, which is the idea of really getting people engaged with the word of God and really focusing them on what the word says rather than on the performance of the person that's in front speaking to them. So the idea is to drive them into the word, to, add, to literally ask questions or ask them to read passages so that they are engaging with the word on Sunday morning. 
And that's all focused on the, all kind of grows out of the idea that Jesus said, go into the world, make disciples. So if we're not really focusing on making disciples on Sunday mornings, then are we, are we really not doing what Jesus called us to do? Because when I hear people who are pastors say, oh, you need to be involved in our small groups because that's where the real discipleship is going on. I've got to scratch my head and ask, well, why is that? How come real discipleship isn't going on on Sunday mornings? And <clears throat> so what we've seen grow out of that is we've seen a lot of people start to have devotions with their families. We've seen a lot of dads start to make real serious changes in like how they um, – what they prioritize and how they live in the world. Uh, we've seen people, um, we have one guy, for instance, that used to have a business that was 24 seven, 365 days a year. <clears throat> we didn't tell him to change his business. We didn't tell him to do any of that, but he is now um, five days a week. He uh, gives his guys off on Sunday. Everybody has off on Sunday. Um, they they wow. only work from like nine in the, from like uh, I think their hours are from like eight to eight. So they have like a twelve hour uh, potentially a twelve hour work day, uh, but I think the normal guy works like eight to five with a one hour lunch break. Um, so that's huge change for a business owner to completely transform his business, and yeah. and yeah. I really believe that you know that has happened because of a change in his heart and really a change in his heart towards God, a greater interest in God. And because there's a greater interest in God, it's, it's affecting him and it's affecting his family. And, and that's been multiplied many times over. I mean, we see this even with a new couple that recently started coming about a year ago. And um, some of the changes that the husband has made and the way that he's been transformed in his walk and how he interacts with his wife. Mm. So that's awesome. That's super awesome. Well, Archel, thanks for being on the podcast today. Hope you uh, continue to have success there at living water community church and uh, we hope to hear from you again soon. Okay. Thanks a lot. Absolutely.